0: And uh, my family, to my family, my wife, Vanessa, our daughters, Natalia, and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, For all the hours I spent in the gym working and training, and Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have, I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say, Mamba out.
1: Greetings and salutations FSP listeners It's your boy Jay Hove I'm riding solo on this FSP podcast To give you a brief synopsis Of a Kobe Bryant fan Dealing with this tragedy Full disclosure I was going to wait until the end of the week And record a podcast On our normal time And we'll have our regularly scheduled podcast On February the 3rd But my brother Spike Lou Texted me and said And I'll read the text message here said bro You need to do a tribute to Kobe Bryant. That was your guy, and the people would love to hear what you have to say. You can't wait a week, end quote. I still was on the fence, but my brother was right. I had to do it, so I'm here speaking on, in my eyes, the biggest tragedy of our generation. Thanks, Lou, for the suggestion. Now, people ask me all the time why Kobe Bryant was my favorite basketball player. It was simple to me. I grew up a Michael Jordan fan. Jordan is the reason I'm a Bulls fan to this day. When Jordan retired in 1993, I was crushed. Growing up in a single-parent household, Michael Jordan was my role model. I started chewing bubble gum like him, rocked the sneakers, had sleeping bags, jackets, anything Jordan-related, my mom and my aunt were buying it. That makes me want to say thank you to those ladies because they're living angels, and I had no one. My entire childhood, I had friends that assumed we were rich, super far from rich, but that's just a testament of how hard they both worked to make sure to make sure I was happy. I love those ladies with everything in my heart. There's nothing I won't do for either one of them. And as an adult, I will go on to make sure their lives are the best as they grow older. But that's a whole different podcast. Let's talk about Kobe Bryant. Now, when Michael Jordan retired for the first time, I cried like he was family. That's how deep-rooted my fandom was with Michael Jordan. He didn't pass away. He just stopped playing the game that I love. When Jordan came back, I was a little older, but it was the same effect. I was locked in for the three-peat, but during that final run, that's when I started hearing rumblings about Kobe Bryant from Philadelphia. When I watched clips of him, I saw something in Kobe that I saw in Mike. The same drive, the same will to win, the same passion. It was similar, but with a little more sinister vibe to it. It was MJ with the modern day swag. And throughout his first couple of years with the Lakers, I saw him coming into his own. I saw him doing Michael Jordan-ish things with his own flair. And I will stand on this hill, maybe solo, maybe with a couple of people. Michael Jordan made it a line. Kobe Bryant made it a hot song. It's evolution. If you ask generations before us, nobody did it like the big O. And there's a generation that says, nobody did it like Dr. J. Then there's a generation that feels the same way about Michael Jordan, LeBron James, so on and so on. It's just evolution. The game changes, technology changes, rules change. This era, in my eyes, was ran by Kobe Bean Bryant. Many people will argue, Tim Duncan, LeBron James. But with this death, it shows you just how much of a massive legend this guy was, just to athletes, but to humans all around the world, not just with basketball, but all sports. Every athlete lived by his approach to the game and used it in his or her own life. His life was just not basketball. He was so much more to so many people. When he ruptured his Achilles in 2013, I saw how great he was playing. His field goal percentage was at its highest since 2008. Assists were at a career high. This was going to be a career year for somebody at his age. This is very similar to what LeBron is currently doing right now for the Los Angeles Lakers, an MVP caliber year. That Achilles injuries changed his game forever, but that year, in 2013, it was vintage Kobe. Now, let's fast forward four years later. I ruptured my Achilles tendon. I was depressed, angry. I went through every emotion possible. But I saw the documentary, Kobe Bryant's Muse on Showtime, that chronicled Kobe's Achilles rehab. If you ever tell your Achilles, which I pray it never happens to anybody listening to this podcast, watch this documentary. It will force you to attack the injury just like Kobe Bryant did. So I'm watching this documentary, Kobe Bryant's Muse, and I realized Kobe ruptured his left Achilles as well. So I get the great idea to approach the injury just like Kobe Bryant would when he tore his left Achilles. Not because I was training to play an NBA game, but I just wanted to bounce back at 100%. So I'm telling my physical therapist, shout out to Kurt, I would go to the PT in Kobe's sneakers. And I would tell him that I would want to be Back at 100%. And I will be back at 100%. You just have to push me to get there. And he was all in. Not just because it was his job, but he saw that I was 100% serious. And I did. My Achilles is now 100%. A year and a half, to almost two years later. Not that I'm going to play in a rec league ever again, but I got it back to 100% just in case some shit pops off and I need to break out. And I can break out with the best of them. Thanks to Kurt, Kobe Bryant. Now let's rewind A year before his retirement, during his final year in the NBA, I decided to create a collage. I wanted to do something that was special, something that would bring light to his brilliant career in the NBA. I went through thousands of pics to put together this collage. Took me over five months to create it, and I decided to go with a black and white silhouette, just because it would make the images blend together like his career was one big movie. And while picking out these pics, I came to the conclusion that I couldn't do it on one large canvas. I had to split it up within 20 years of his NBA career. 10 years in eight, 10 years in 24. It was a tedious process, but I finished it. it single-handedly, my favorite collage I've ever put together. And I finished the collage within the week before his final game. Hung it up in my work office. Every person that would come into my office in amazement, it was a conversation piece for sure. People that I had no clue that followed basketball would sit and stare at the collage for minutes at a time. Just amazed at his accomplishments, highlights, and lowlights. Yes, lowlights, because the Chris Child's pick is on the collage. I think Kobe needed that lowlight. And Drake said it best. Niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? He was ready for that after that, just like Drake is. Run up on Drake right now if you want to. I have friendships that are built off of Kobe Bryant's career. I have so many people that reached out to me that I haven't talked to in years because they knew that Kobe Bryant was my guy. That means between our relationship, we bonded over Kobe Bryant somehow, some way. I think what slept on is one of Kobe Bryant's biggest feats, something that he did totally off the court. Kobe made the transition to coming home for people my age cool as well. MJ again was the original, but Kobe was the remix. I know people that pull up to the barbershop and say, let me get the low Kobe. That low Kobe can be rocked for a solid five to seven years to prolong a reseeding hairline. Kobe transitioned an entire culture to baldness gracefully. He fought the fight like a man, like a real man. That alone should have won a Nobel Peace Prize. So shout out to you, Kobe, for that highly respectable achievement from a black man in the culture. This is the toughest part of the podcast, so I'll make it brief. I don't know what it is to be a father of a child. I don't have any kids. But I could tell that his little girl really adored her father and the feeling was mutual. He beamed about Mambasita hooping and carrying his name in the game of basketball. Yes, I'm sure he wanted a boy like we all do, but I think he was also 100% fine with having four girls. Him and Mambasita were joined at the hip. You could see them together at all walks of basketball, from high school to college games, to NBA games, to WNBA games. This was their thing. This was what bonded them. It was basketball. I truly believe. Mambasita was going to pick up where Kobe left off and create her own path, her own way, her own story. So with that motivation, it came from her father. This is something that I assumed she was not going to be able to make pass with him not being in her life and on this earth. And God saw it fits for her to join her dad in heaven as well. And that's the only thing I can think of to make it all make sense to me in my mind. And before I conclude things, I would be remiss if I didn't speak on this. Let's all take a step back from our phones to mourn. As we all watch every video, every favorite moment, we are absorbing more grief than the normal human brain can take. When our parents lost MLK, Marvin Gaye, Malcolm X, just to name a few, it was a statement made by the family and maybe a special on ABC, CBS, and NBC. After that, they grieved on their own amongst family and friends. In 2020, we are in a continuous loop of highlights and pics of him and his beautiful family. This can all be too much and a breeding ground for depression. Let's just take time and enjoy our family and friends and away from our phones. I know this is tough, but I think it is necessary in a moment like this. In conclusion, Kobe Bryant inspired countless of aspiring basketball players and served as a role model for many of the NBA's young players today. His time here was too brief, but his legacy will be everlasting. Kobe was once in a generation player, Who will forever be remembered for his competitive nature and his will to win? They threw away the mold when Kobe Bryant was born. There will never be another like him. The potential for greatness exists in all of us. It may not be accompanied with fame and fortune, but it always comes from the sense of knowing you can maximize it yourself. Kobe didn't just give his all to the game. He gave his all to everything he was involved in. Because of that, we just don't mourn all that he did. We mourn all that it was going to be. May his legacy live forever. Keep his family, the families involved, friends, and fans in our prayers. The basketball world will never be the same without him. Rest in peace and power, Kobe Bean Bryant, Mamba Mentality forever. One love.
0: You, know, you guys know that you know, if you do the work, you work hard enough, dreams come true. You know that. We all know that. But hopefully what you get from tonight is the understanding that um, those times when you get up early and you work hard those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. Um, that is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination, it's the journey. And if you, guys, if you guys can understand that, then what you'll see happen is that you won't accomplish your dreams. Your dreams won't come true. Um, something greater will. And uh, if you guys can understand that, then I'm doing my job as a father. Thank you guys so much. I love you. uh, Mamba out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it.
1: The revolution will be podcasted.